tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What's up, AfterBuzz TV and everybody out there watching, all those Undateable Live fans. I'm Joe Doyle. These are my ladies, Sam and Fiona, and we're back with another AfterBuzz episode of Undateable Live. Hey, guys. Hi, everyone. We're happy to be here. We got some Weezer rocking in the background because, hey, Weezer was the musical guest. I love me some Weezer. Uh, me and Fiona were just talking about Weezer. I kind of brought her up to speed uh, with the band. And so, you know, we're happy to have more fans for Weezer, you know, yeah. new fans. Yeah, new so. fan here. It's it was, great. It was a great throwback. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I rocked Weezer all the time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter at, at JoJo Doyle. Ladies, tell them where you can find yeah. yourselves. <laughs> you can find myself, uh, Sam Davidson, at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm in the live chat. So yeah. there's a lot of people in there. Thank you guys. Keep on chatting. Shout out, J Squad. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Fiona Zaring and on Twitter at Fiona underscore TV. I liked when you said you can find me. It sounded like uh, you were, you know, like a, a British rapper. Uh, <laughs> I was know? just making fun of you. <laughs> oh no, that's all right. No, if, if I was kind of trying to bring it back because the episode is called "Danny's Boys Walk Into a Bar." It's all about, or at least the grand finale. It's uh, all about a dance battle, which is pretty cool. We'll jump into that a little bit later on. Oh yes, we will. <laughs> oh, yes, we will. <laughs> but uh, so there's a couple of things that are going on. We start the episode off, where we find out that uh, Brett's working on his citizenship test, uh, which is. I mean, I take for granted, you know, I just found out that one of my friends just got her citizenship and went Aww. through the whole test, so really exciting, but Brett's nervous about his test, trying to study for that, so yeah. thought that was kind of interesting. And then there's also, we immediately find out Leslie has a birthday, it's her birthday, and she's anti-birthday. Oh, I love that. I love, well, it was so, it was such a Leslie thing to be anti-birthday, yeah. you know? She drank less, though, than I thought she would when she came out and said that she... <laughs> that was true. No, but honestly, when she said she was anti-birthday, I expected it to be like, oh, she's gonna, like, sit at the bar all day and drink because she loves her wine, but she really did, was kind of anti-birthday, but very positive, which threw me off a little bit. Yeah, that's very interesting. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Yeah, and so she she says she doesn't want anything to do with that. I, I have some friends uh, that have done that in the past, and I feel kind of like uh, it, it, it frustrates me, especially because if they're young and they're doing that. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Leslie's character, you know, is, you know, playing in her late 30s, so I understand, okay, that's, you could do that, but there's people who are like, ugh. Oh, I'm 29 or I'm 27. Oh, I, I, no birthdays, no birthdays, and that really frustrates me. Uh, something really cool from the chat. Girl Oxygen just commented said it was my birthday week. The chalkboard said Happy Birthday, Krista. That was me. Yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. true. So cool. Yeah, Happy Birthday, and then uh, oh my god, 
gosh. Brent uh, tweeted out, uh, uh, I think, a happy birthday message to her as well that I noticed. So That's awesome, Krista. That's yeah. amazing. That's super cool. This is why I love this show. That's so cool. Yeah, everybody's getting shout outs and birthday wishes. So, yeah, that, that was pretty cool, too. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and Bursky, this is, I'm so excited about this storyline that's going on, is because we've been pushing it in our predictions, like, we're going to see more Blursky. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that's their, their, like, couple name. And uh, Bursky's making a big move. He's trying to find the best birthday present. Something's going to really wow her, knock Leslie's socks off to bring her out of the funk. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love it, but let me just say, he is hitting her while she's weak. She hates her birthday. <laughs> She's vulnerable. I mean, that's that's when you you pounce, you know. Like that's when that's when lions pounce is I, you know like on the weak and the injured, you know. So take advantage. I get that, but his intentions seemed so pure. Yeah, if you know? they're not unpure. He's smart, actually. Yeah. I yeah, I I didn't think of that. That's an interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why why and not? And it works exactly. Go when their self esteem is low. I guess I'm just way too gullible. I didn't even I didn't even think that that was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like he loves her, it's so sweet. Well, he does love her. Yeah, yeah. he does. He, he's really into her, and uh, so he's trying to figure out the perfect gift. Have you guys ever tried to find the perfect gift to woo someone or to get a guy to kind of not to you know, woo look at someone. you a little bit more? I take pride in my gifts. I I spend a lot of time finding the perfect gift, but it's never been with a like secondary intent. It's always just been to give a good gift. My, a friend of mine just said that yeah. uh, they have a Christmas <laughs> gift. <laughs> that's that's nice. Like I'm like freaking out because my friend said I have a Christmas gift for you. Uh, and I'm like, oh, oh, and now i got to find a Christmas gift. So now I'm... Yeah, for me with gifts, I usually don't expect to get them. And then when I do, I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot yours at home six months later. Surprise! I got you a present. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, at least you follow through. Yeah. The worst is if somebody uses the, like, oh, like, it's in the works, like, it's just not ready yet, or I forgot, and then they just don't do it at all. Yeah. I might have done that a couple times. Oh. <laughs> if, oh. if you want to give us a present, guys, go on to uh, YouTube and subscribe yeah. and to favorite us and to comment. And uh, just thought I'd throw that in there. Go to iTunes and uh, subscribe to AfterBuzzTV.com. I thought that'd be a nice little slide it in there. Good job, Joe. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, very much. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> kind of smooth operator, somewhat like another special guest on the show. Uh, we later find out that uh, Brett has this good luck sweater uh, that he wants to wear, and it's an America, a horrible America sweater uh, that he wants to go and take his test in. But he, we find out he loses it, and a b-boy, a, a street dancer, finds it. And they go up to him, and that street dancer happens to be none other than season four winner of So You Think You Can Dance, Joshua Allen. What's up, Josh? How you doing, bud? So cool. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty neat. And he loved, he was like Instagramming all today about how he really enjoyed being on the show. So cool. I watched, I like remember him, and I remember his season. And I didn't put it together until you said it, but that just was so exciting. It was like worlds colliding. Oh, yeah. I loved him on the show. Season four was the best. I yeah. mean, it spawned great dancers like Twitch. Shout out to Twitch. <laughs> I didn't watch uh, So You Can Think You Could Dance, but I did watch a clip this evening. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. That Mr. Joe Doyle was on. I was. I I did an episode. I like. Will I, you tell everyone what they can look tell, up so they can look oh, it up? Please? Tell them the specific phrasing because you will not want to miss this. Yeah, if you search Joe Big C Doyle, 
uh, then you'll find it. And I was Big C, the Claws of Crump. Mm-hmm. Uh, circa yeah. 2011. Yeah, circa season eight. Wow. They, you know, to, uh, so you think you can dance. So, yeah, check that out if you want. He may or may not rip off his shirt. Hey, you know, I got a dancer's body. I got to I gotta show it. Yeah, so I think that's why this episode was so close to your heart. It was because, you know, I was like, oh, this is cool, and it's great to have uh, good people, you know, making TV and, you know, doing good stuff after their other reality shows, and Josh is going on and doing some great things, and he was really good on the episode tonight. Yeah. I yeah. guess not tonight, but mm-hmm. on Friday Friday, night. and everyone looked like they had so much fun. Yeah, yeah, I just saw, someone says, can we talk about how awesome of a dancer Rick Glassman is? I will... I yes. love so much that he got to dance. I that's the first thing I thought. I was like, is this supposed is he supposed to be bad? Because he looks amazing. He did so well. Oh, Rick had some swag. He I was, was so impressed. Getting the robot and the popping and locking. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was really good. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. He's a good dancer. He's a good like athlete. See that that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. how I feeling. He plays basketball, so if he's playing basketball, he's got a lot of swag. On the court. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, basketball players, but <laughs> um, Someone just said, I don't know if you would like me to mention you, even though uh, the, your name is on here. If I were younger, I'd 100% make out with Joe, LOL. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Joe, All right. Joe's not as young as he looks, and he likes the older ladies, so maybe hit him up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm moisturized. Yeah, hit me I'm up. Moisturized. Oh I do, I'm moisturized. I do, I'm moisturized. I'm quite young. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I thought that that was really, we'll go back to the, well, hey, got me verklempt. Um, so yeah, mention any more, any more people that want to make out with me, let me know. And then, uh, write down their handles and I'll, I'll contact them later. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay, I think it might perfect. be the only one, but you know, they'll, just... they'll, they'll, that's all right. One's better than none. Right. You know? So, uh, Relentless was the character's name. Uh, they go to the bar and they're going to have a big dance battle at the end, um, to try and win this sweater back because for some reason he really enjoyed the sweater. I, I mean, liked the sweater. I would buy I thought you could get that sweater at Urban Outfitters. I thought it was cool. I think I'm like the only one, but I really liked it. No, no, I think it I think that it looked cooler on Josh than it did, it did. on Brett. It did. Uh, or relentless than it did on Brett. I mean not to say that Brett made it look, you know, less cool, but I mean Anything that Josh wears is going to be super cool. Yeah. Oh, Man Crush Monday, I guess. Josh <laughs> Allen. Um, so they go to the bar, and they have a little trick up their sleeve, the oldest trick in the book. And I love that the – I feel like the, the writers and the actors, well, just in general, are really, like, doing a lot of callbacks to early sitcoms mm-hmm. and doing a lot of early sitcom jokes because I feel like the idea of, like – doing this contest and, like, planting someone of their friends, like, as an innocent bystander, it, it, it's, like, been it's been done in the past. Not like this, oh, I can't believe they're doing it again. Right. I think it's great that they're calling back to it and having a great homage to that gag. So I thought that was kind of funny when they put Shelly in there as an innocent bystander, yeah. just a reverend, reverend, <laughs> reverend Ron, I guess you could say. Um, no, but they just put him in, the, in a bar. Yeah. Just reading. I agree. That's why I like this show because no matter what, sitcoms are going to reuse the same ideas over and over again. It's just inevitable. So mm-hmm. with this show, to at least acknowledge it and make fun of it mm-hmm. and still do it, it's smart, but it's not like overused and makes you feel like, God, what is this? I've seen this a million times, but it's not as good. Yeah, great nods, great bits, I think. Yeah, I agree. And uh, so they, they start their dance battle and... Uh, they have a little number. I totally forgot one thing that I wanted to mention in the beginning because it, they came out of the same space. But they did the they held over the joke of uh, 
Shelly bursting through posters of himself mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Yes. We talked about how we wanted to do that, but I guess that's the last poster that they had. They really should have, like, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a, a Ron should actually do that when he goes out to every stand-up show he does. Like, that's oh, how he should yes. make an entrance. That'd be pretty funny. I also... I know this was more of a big deal last week, but I'm so happy for him. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really realize. I didn't notice. I'm not, like, good at picking up on that kind of stuff. And when he burst through the first time, I was like, oh, my God, that's a big deal. Yeah, he lost, like, a whole you. (laughs) 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 I mean, mean, he kind of, yeah. Yeah, he kind of did, yeah. He looks amazing. He did a really good job. So I thought that was really cool. And I think it's nice that they keep sort of celebrating that. Yeah. You know that they did it again this Mm -hmm. week. I think it's kind of awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And they and they burst out of the room that he's been bursting out of, you know, and mm-hmm. they're all dressed up in their matching b-boy outfits. And I was like, yes, I thought that was cool because I used to be in a hip-hop group back in the day as well. Of course you did. Uh, Can we find those videos online? <laughs> uh, maybe not. No, I used to do it at Universal. I was a dancer in a, in a hip-hop show up there. Oh, my and I was the only I was the only white boy in the crew. Amazing. Um, but I, you know, so I was like, yeah, all right, they're going to get going. They're going to, you know, step it up. And they, they had a good little routine. But then Josh hit him with a little, you know, like something, something. I didn't even know. He was like bouncing on his knees. It ended in a split, I think. Yeah, but it was like he was doing, I don't know. It was like he was, he was in a split, but then he like sucked up. So he was like, and then he went back <laughs> down and then he sucked it back up. I don't know. It was this cool move. And uh, he's like, do I need to do anything else? And. And Shelly just throws his friends under the bus is like, nope, you win. I'm sorry. He, like, throws out the plan entirely. Yeah. And says, I can't, nope, that's it. That's the winner. I'm fair and impartial. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to see your moves now, Joe. <laughs> everyone wants to see my moves? <laughs> yeah, they do. I, I mean, see them far too often, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, what? Whoa, whoa. They're, they're I, gonna I be, actually love seeing your moves. The look on her face is like, wait, is TMZ going to be like, oh, this just in. Sam's checking out Joe's moves on the there side. There should be like an After Buzz TMZ. Oh, man. That creates uh, gossip about us. I'll hit you, I'll hit you with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, you guys want to see? Okay, I'll hit you with this move. Okay, all right. I'll see if I can do this. Uh, I'm gonna go. There you go. Hit for, our, for our audio listeners, just know Joe is just rotating his shoulders <laughs> and doesn't seem to be doing much at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steven. Oh Thanks, Steven. Thanks for the commentary. That's perfect. Yeah, I wasn't really doing that much. I don't know. There's no music. I can't really break it down. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, I've made a couple of uh, dancing clips on the YouTube, so, you know, if you search hard enough, you can find those moves. Um, (laughs) But uh, after they lose uh, the dance-off, we we still have to go back to the whole uh, storyline of Bursky trying to woo Leslie. And there was a little kind of a, a hiccup in everything because he's trying to get Danny a little info, you know, to help him out, and he gets really angry because... Danny just kind of blows it off. Like, yeah, whatever, I don't need to help you out with that. And uh, and went to great lengths to form a whole dance crew to help out Brett. Mm-hmm. And so Bursky kind of questions in a moment of like kind of like the realism that they do occasionally on the show, where it's like, ooh, oh, there's some drama going on. Right. Uh, drama! Yeah, drama for your mama. Um, and so Bursky questions if they're actually friends or not. And so Danny kind of realizes this and throws him a little bone and says, hey, if you really want to help out, you know, you really want to be a good gift giver, uh, give a candy necklace 
to Leslie. Oh, and that's the best gift he could have given And Mercy. it was so sweet, but I, for a minute, because, you know, Danny's not always the greatest person, you know, he's, a little, he's <laughs> like a little questionable most of the time, so I was like, oh my god, this is going to be so sad if he's just, like, setting him up to fail, because he was like, I'm not helping you get with my sister, you know, whatever, so I was like, oh my god, he's going to trust him, because he's so sweet and trusting, and then it's going to go terribly wrong, so I like that they gave Danny a moment of sweetness and like realness as opposed to just like setting it up for like a laugh at Bersky's, you know, expense. Expense. Yeah, I I I, I agree. I really like that too. They're moving him in the too. right direction kind of. Yeah. I feel like he's slowly becoming more adult. Yeah. Yeah, I I do. I agree with you. Um I, I secretly kind of wanted like that the opposite to happen just you know as a gag because it would have been kind of funny like Bersky's like the the Meg of the show or the Millhouse of the show always gets crapped on or anything you know but I agree with you that I think it was more gratifying for the nice thing to happen yeah and for them to actually like give him a moment of all right yeah well I mean that's a real risk to take it's not like Danny was like hey go buy her this expensive thing that she loves it's her favorite perfume right it's like, get her a candy necklace, which could really go either way. Cashmere scarves are incredible. Like, oh, I, I have, no, I have my, uh, I have a cashmere scarf, actually. Fancy. Um, it's Burberry. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Uh, and it, it, it does. It feels luxurious. It feels very luxurious. And so that's a huge, that's huge to go from candy necklace to that. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As someone in the know with cashmere, you know, items. I just thought that that was a really important, you know, like, step for Bersky to go, all right. And then the fact that he trusts him, too. Yeah. That's also this part that, like, really touched me. It was that, like, even though he was iffy about their friendship earlier in the day, he gave it the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was the triple dramatic. Just boom, boom, boom. And then it works. And first date has been set. J Squad rejoice! It's happening! It's happening! It's happening! What we've wanted this entire time—it's the the ball has been put into motion. I'm scared. I am too. That's the first thing I thought. I was like, "Oh no, it's finally happening!" What? What? Now it's going to be here. Now they're going to do something with it. And what if I don't like it? I I feel like—is it? Uh, what, what's the what's the chat room saying? Are you guys scared out there? Like, I don't know if I'm like the, the guys versus girls because all the girls are nervous and ooh, and the guys are like. Yes, he's yeah. gonna get some. We have some people that are scared. Uh, oh, oh my god, her accent was so hilarious. Uh, I'm sorry, they're talking about Candace. Oh yeah, yeah we got to talk about well, her too. We'll get into Candace, but she was great. Let us know if you're scared at all by the Leslie Bursky finally getting together. On fr- well, they haven't gotten together okay, yet, okay. and we they haven't gone on the date yet. She could still change her mind and be like, "I am crazy on my birthday, and I make decisions that are irrational." Yeah. So sorry, that Ooh. wasn't me. That could happen. I hope not. But that's true. That's true. Yes, let's jump into Bridget. Let's let's talk about uh, Candace's just her accents <laughs> and her trying to be like, "Don't worry, I'm going to be cool about this." Like she's, I love her, and I didn't watch any of. I, I mean, I had no idea. I knew who she was, but I had no idea who she was or any of her previous work until Undateable Live. Mm-hmm. I have liked her since she did. I read these really obnoxious books as a kid called The Click, which is just like a. Ooh, it's like Gossip Girl kind of, right? It's kind of like Gossip Girl, but they're younger. They're like junior high kids that act like Gossip Girl, and they're all really mean. They're like mean girls. Um,. And they lived these, like, fabulous lives. I really enjoyed these books. I, like, read all of them. Um, And they turned it into a movie 
which I also really enjoyed. That was like, I don't even think it wasn't in theaters. It was like on <laughs> immediately to DVD. And it was like this really great movie where basically all these girls are just like kind of mean and they mm-hmm. wear these fabulous clothes and it's great. And she was in that. And I like thought she was so good in that that I like found out who she was and have been like into her since then because she was really good. All of the girls in that movie were really good. Was she one of the mean girls? She was one, there's one really mean girl, and then kind of she's got her clique of, like, mean girls, but she wasn't So she was a posse? She was a posse. Okay. She was the sporty one out of the crew. But she was super good in that, and she was really young. So I've been a fan of her for a long time. See, that, and and that's another reason why I really like Undateable Live, is that they're bringing, like, I didn't know anything about Bridget Mandler. You were like, Weezer? Is that the band's (laughs) name? And so it's really bringing together a lot of different generations. Yeah. Not to say that we're that far apart, you and I, <laughs> but you know, like there's a couple of years you know, difference between us. Um, a few. A few. A few. Let's few. see here. Uh, yeah. Well, this is cool. A couple uh, of years. Belay one one three zero said, "I'm a sitter, so I've known Bridget since Good Luck Charlie." Oh, LOL. yeah. That's cool too. I mean, yeah, bringing I awesome. all these different kind of people together, especially when you're trying to get ratings up, people to watch this show, get as many demographics as you can in there. Yeah, if you're out there listening and watching, and you haven't done so already, hop on YouTube, hop on social media, hop on anywhere you can, and tweet NBC. Uh, tweet the shows, uh, hashtag the show and Dateable Live, and really, you know, J Squad, let them know that you love this show and that you're watching so we can watch some more. Uh, I know yeah. at the very end, um, Justin, you know, he says, and if we get another season, let's work and make sure that that happens, guys. Let's do our part to get out there and tweet as much as we can and retweet as much as we can. And uh, yeah, this is this is our go time. This is the playoffs for us. Let's do it. Yeah. Exciting! I, I love excited. when they make ratings jokes. I know that like we want them to be safe in the ratings, but it's always my favorite when they throw a ratings joke in there because I just think it's so real of them to say that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know. Yeah. I just wish I knew like what timeline they were on because the show, as far as the placement on NBC and when it has been in the schedule, is just. Like, I don't know if, if, knock on wood, I'm knocking on my head because there's no wood, they get renewed. Like, don't do that. What is, when would they come back? I, I just. Fall. N- fall? Really? No. I. Mm, I don't know. I would want it. I, don't, I, I would I, want it sooner, too. I mean, I would, I would think sooner, summer because yeah. it was originally a summer show. And then, I don't know. I'm confused. And I'm very, like, knowledgeable about TV. But as far as this, it's jumped all over as far as how many episodes, when yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what's confusing me is how many they'll mm-hmm. be. You know what I mean? Well, and I think, that's, I think that's also a thing that's confusing, like, the people on the show, too. Because they don't know if they're going to be picked up for another season or get the season, you know, get the current season extended. You know, they're kind of in limbo uh, waiting on the network to make a decision. And I think with so many comedies right now on NBC... Uh, new comedies, I think that they're, you know, going to kind of weigh the options and see how, you know, the new shows versus the current shows like Undateable are doing and weigh them together and then hopefully make another cool, you know, like comedy block and maybe Undateable will, you know, lead off that comedy block, hopefully. That's what I'm hoping, that they'll kind of set an example because there was no, they canceled everything last year. They basically only kept Undateable. Right. And they moved it to Fridays. What other shows are on Fridays, really? So why can't they be, like, the Friday SNL kind yeah, of? that's what you I know? was thinking. Because yeah. they're so unique. It's almost, yes. like, worth Ooh. the risk we need, yeah. for NBC to keep them because if they just give them a little more time, they could become that, you know? They mm-hmm. just need, this is the first season that anything like this is really been around. Yeah. I agree. I hope, I hope 
I didn't. I don't know. I don't even really consider the fact that they could not get another. I just no. Yeah, it's been, this, this season has been clutch. It's like, been so this good. season has been. It's been so good. There's been so many. There's been a lot of buzz on a lot of you know great write ups on the show. So I think. We're doing good, but we can't be complacent. You know what I mean? That's what I'm telling you guys out there. Don't be complacent. Don't just go, yep, that was a great season. It's going to be back for sure. Better to be safe than sorry. Uh, Throw out a couple of tweets, and, uh, you know, maybe someone will tweet you back, like uh, Chris does. You know, name drop him again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or, uh, you know, know, a lot of the cast uh, loves to interact with the fans, so you might get some interaction, too, and you can also save the show. So definitely do that. since you brought up uh, Good Luck Charlie, another show, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, um, the director of this episode was uh, Phil Lewis. You, you guys, you know that Mr. character, Mr. Moby. Yeah, Miss. There you go. He right? directed Mosby. 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 I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch it. Oh, I did. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, he uh, directed the episode. So cool. And I guess Dylan Sprouse uh, was there watching. I think he was like hanging out. Uh, they tweeted um, a couple of photos, and so uh, yeah, just wanted to throw in that little I little love gossip. The little Sprouse twins. Yeah, if they had been there the week that we were there, I would have been. Oh. I would have been a little starstruck. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. I love They're it. They're so funny. Like I was with Tony Hawk. Yeah, I would have had like your Tony Hawk moment because they're so funny. Yeah, even now they have like three Instagram accounts. I don't think it's Dylan, it's Cole, but one of them because they get they're so recognizable. People take pictures of them all the time, and you can obviously notice most of the time when someone's got an iPhone and is like you know going like this. So he whips out his phone and he takes pictures of them and he posts all of those photos on this Instagram account that he created specifically for that. That's awesome. They're funny guys. That is pretty them. funny. Oh my gosh! Now I want the Sprouse <laughs> to come on Undateable. Well, uh, Belay one one three zero. We love you and all of your feedback. She said, "Joe, you aren't special." Lucy tweets, "Everyone." He means Crystalia. Am I right? No. Oh Aww. damn it, Joe! I thought you were talking about Crystalia, no, not Delia, Chris Lucy. So, no, you Del- said he favorites some of your tweets sometimes. Delia? Yes. No. <laughs> Every time you say Chris, I'm thinking it's Crystalia. No. No, I've never said that at all. <laughs> well, I just assume. <laughs> no, I mean like. Dalia, Lucy. Okay. Yeah. Well, we love you, Chris Lucy, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I name drop Chris Lucy all the time. <laughs> Dalia doesn't know who I am. That's fine. I'm like, yeah, then it's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about him. I love Dalia, but I am terrified of him. Oh, yeah. He seems like he'd be a cool guy. But yeah, me and, me and Chris Lucy, we're buds. <laughs> we're buds. We, he tweets me sometimes. Okay, good. Ooh. That's yeah. cool. If you're watching the show, I know you are. I know he is. <laughs> Um, oh, so speaking of the writers, uh, bummed that there was no commercial uh, for the Echo with the writers. Um, and also shout out to whichever writer uh, threw in the CSI jokes. Uh, <laughs> that was hilarious. I'm a huge fan of the CSIs. It would go uh, CSI Las Vegas, uh, Miami, and then New York. That was the order of my favorites. And uh, so Miami was clutch, and so every time he screamed, I thought that that was hilarious. <laughs> but. That was, I. you know what, I didn't even really catch that, but I did now in my head when I thought back on yeah, it. Yeah, the so. song at the mm-hmm. beginning. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, blow out the mic, you know, but <laughs> that, that's exactly what it was. And then, oh, also, I loved, um, another moment that I thought was hilarious was Ron, uh, Ron Funches on the crotch. Mm, yes. uh, on on Danny's crotch. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That was great. That was great. That was a funny 
I wonder who thought of that, whoever came up with that idea. Yeah, so shout out. The writers, they always kill it, but they're killing it extra, extra now that it's live. And I feel like they really found the groove. I feel like the show's found the groove. The last two episodes have been amazing. It's like like the Simpsons seasons with Conan O'Brien when he was at the helm. So like four, five, six, those seasons. That's what I feel like Undateable Live is trending towards. Like this is, they've... They've really gotten to the the sweet spot. Uh, so yeah, great work to everybody out there. Um, let you guys have uh, any predictions that we want to talk about? Let's talk about some predictions, huh? And now your After Buzz TV predictions. Um. Well, I don't know because I said I was scared, so now I'm scared to make the prediction. Because for the longest time, I've always just been, oh, they're going to get together, they're going to get together, because that that's what I wanted. Now it's happening. I'm going to predict that it works out, but I'm very nervous that for some reason it won't. Okay. So, guys, we have three couples here. Three couples now. Potential couples. Okay. I love coupling, right? Yeah, you watch Bachelor all the time, so yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I'm, like, going to make a a, a breakdown here. Okay. So, one of them has to go. True. Um, You know, there's Candace and Justin. That's not going anywhere. Mm. Too cute. Too cute. She showed a little bit of hesitation this week with talking to his mother. Oh, I think she's getting a little freaked. I'm getting super scared over here. And we have Chris and Whitney. What's her crap? Charlotte. Charlotte. And she wasn't in the episode. I was bummed. Yeah, I didn't realize. Didn't realize how much I loved her till she was gone. Apparently, she's doing stuff for her special, and she'll be back the next episode. Is what Belay said. So thank you. And, of course, then we have Lursky. So we're going to have the finale next week. And, you know, we've seen a little drama. Think some, They're going to at least give us a cliffhanger for one of those couples. Do you think it could be Charlotte and Danny? Because Whitney has got so much going on that maybe it just wouldn't be possible that's, to keep that going? That's the one. I mean, like... Because she hasn't, I mean, she signed on for the rest of the season, which right. is, which you know, is great. next week. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she hasn't signed on for the next season. So, you know, let's, you know, season four happens, comes back. Well, maybe it, they could do one of those things. Uh, hey, where's Charlotte? Oh, it didn't work out. You know, like, and, you know, and that <laughs> was that. Hopefully it doesn't because I think that she also uh, adds so much to the show. She totally does. I mean, I think that her and Bridget um, are bringing in a great female perspective and a great female voice. Um, that really meshes well with Leslie's voice on the mm-hmm. show, and I think that they need to keep going with that. So, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that she's just kind of gotten started. I, I want, uh, I want Danny to meet her son. Actually, oh, I, I totally see that. forgot about the son. Danny yeah. does need to meet the son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have this weird like feeling and this weird song repeating in my head called "Backstreet's Back." All right, and I don't know why, but I feel like the Backstreet Boys are going to be on next week. Just saying. Yes. I'm, uh, oh my God, they're back again. I, it's the first time. It's not again, but it's a, like brother, sister, everybody saying again I'm, and again and again and again. Oh, I, I want to see the flavor, and I hope they show us how. Uh, better question, you better ask him. I, sorry, I love, I'm Backstreet Boys for life. I cannot <laughs> wait. I'm also really excited to see, I, I want to predict that there's, there's going to be a big musical number. Like, the Backstreet Boys have to be in the bar. They can't just have the Backstreet Boys, you know, like, just kind of, oh, whatever. I yeah. feel like that they got, there's going to be something with Candace and Justin and, uh, Brett 
I think that there's gonna be a there's got to be a sing off. I I want to sing off. Ooh, that yeah, that was a good note. You guys said some good notes. Those things were talking about. Ooh, uh, I think that I I I would like to predict a sing off, and I want to predict what song um, the Backstreet Boys sing on like you know in their performance, and I really hope it's as long as you love me. Oh, that would be such a good one to end in. And then be looking at the cameras yeah. and be like, NBC, come on. Nice I, you I, can't I, say no to this. I I, re- I don't care who you are, what you did, <laughs> where you're from, as long as you love Undateable Life. And that's, so that's what I'm really excited for. That's my prediction. Um, jump into the news and gossip. Uh, oh, my gosh. Backstreet Boys are coming. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm psychic. No, I know. I'm so excited. I seriously... I love, love, love the Backstreet Boys. Like, Weezer's great. I did an awesome job. They performed excellently. Um, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. I never would have thought that they would, They, you know, in my wildest dreams that they would have showed up I know. on an episode. I'm excited. I, I feel like a really long time ago, and by that I mean, like, the first panel or so, some, like, we said, like, how cool would it be if the Backstreet Boys came? Because, like, the first, I just, I just like, vaguely remember was that. Was that with, when, when, uh, Was it something? Because yeah. we were like, how awesome would that be for Justin? Like, I just, like, feel, I almost feel like, I don't know. Not that we called it, but, like, I sort of feel like. Yeah. We might have mentioned it. Guys, we called it out there Maybe on AfterBuzzTV.com. Yep, we, uh, influenced the TV. It was all us. So we definitely need to be there because it's happening because of us. Yeah, it was definitely us. So yeah, I, there you go. You can't you can't deny that. So um, uh, you'll be hearing from us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully we can make it over there. Um, now that I've just said all my love for the Backstreet Boys, maybe they'll just have you ladies come on. But uh, in the meantime, guys, don't forget to check us out on YouTube and iTunes. Uh, like us, subscribe to us, leave a comment, comment on the YouTubes. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week for the season finale of Undateable Live. My name is Joe at JoJo Doyle. Ladies, tell us where you can find yourselves. Uh, you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com and on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. You can find me on Twitter at Fiona underscore TV and on Instagram at Fiona Zaring. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Undateable Live for Life. Hashtag. Bye. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 